Tonight, Tess the Kobayashi Maru. You might have an opinion about Gina Carano. And we remember sci-fi author James Gunn. All that and more on the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight, episode 114. Now, uh, it's a nice day outside. It's, you know, in the upper 60s, or lower 60s, at least, mid-60s. Uh, the snow has stopped, you know, as and it's all melted away. You know, it's a nice time. But unfortunately, uh, there's unpleasant things that go on in the world. Uh, one of those... Uh, is the firing of Gina Carano, and I, and for those of you who haven't, who you know you you think she was wrongly fired, you know, skip ahead, skip ahead a couple of minutes. This this won't bother you. Uh, for those of you who don't care like me, I'm going to save my piece here, and then we're going to go right into it. Um, I don't care about Gina Carano's firing. It it it's not a thing to me, you know. She opened her mouth, she inserted her foot, and got fired for it. Plain and simple, it wasn't cancel culture, she wasn't canceled by liberals, she made a bad judgment call. You know, I, I myself work for a multinational corporation, and I know that there's a social media policy. And one of those things is, is pretty much comes down to, if you embarrass the company, they have the right to fire you. You know, so choose your words wisely. You know, don't don't go equating one thing with another, and and just really just doing that because they pretty much nowadays have no choice but to say yeah, see ya. Anyway, all all we can do is hope that she learns from the mistake, she grows from it, and uh, you know we wish her well in her future endeavors. And, uh, all right, we're back. Um, again, it's a nice day. It's a cozy, you know, cozy 60 degrees aside, good car washing weather. You know, uh, I just got a raise at work, a little raise at work. Now, if, if you've been going on, if you've been looking at, uh, the company that I work for, it begins with a W, ends in a T. Uh, and, and see that they're raising wages. Uh, they're not raising my wage. It's the guys in the back that they're now giving ra- giving pay wa- wages to. So I figure in six months they'll probably get to get to my group, you know. But you know, say la vie. I, I can't really say much about about that. See, see, see how easy it was. I didn't, you know, denigrate my company. I didn't denigrate. You know, other people, I just stated an obvious fact. Let's go. With Star Trek news. Now, 
We begin the Star Trek news with the classic no-win scenario. Now you can play it in a brand new browser game from Scopely. Star Trek Kobayashi Maru lets players play the ultimate test and life lesson for Starfleet cadets. Scopely says that the game is unbeatable, and they even released a trailer with George Takai warning fans not to bother trying trying to beat it. However, Scopely claims that the, the odds of beating it are one in a thousand, and to add some incentive for you to try, they're running a contest. The fast three fastest players to defeat the simulation will win prizes like a lifetime subscription to Paramount Plus and some other limited edition Star Trek collectibles. You can find the game over at kobiashimaru.com. And so the next three stories will be will be for you book lovers out there. With our and we start with our first book. What happened to Michael Burnham during that year she waited for Discovery to show up? We'll get some answers in a brand new novel. Star Trek Discovery Wonderlands from author Unum Cormick will follow Burnham's adventures with book. Now here's the synopsis. Quote, In a desperate attempt to prevent the artificial intelligence known as Control from seizing crucial information that could destroy all sentient life, Commander Michael Burnham donned the Red Angel time travel suit and guided the USS Discovery into the future and out of harm's way. But something has gone terribly wrong, and Burnham has somehow arrived at a place far different from anything she could have imagined, more than 900 years out of her time, with Discovery nowhere to be found, and where the mysterious and cataclysmic event known as the Burn has utterly decimated Starfleet, and with it, the United Federation of Planets. How then can she possibly exist day to day in this strange place? What worlds are out there waiting to be discovered? Do any remnants of Starfleet and the Federation possibly endure? With more questions than answers, Burnham must nevertheless forge new friendships and new alliances if she hopes to survive the future long enough for Discovery to find her. Unquote. The book will be out on May 18th. Our second book will come out this August, and it will be a prequel novel to Star Trek Picard's Captain Cristobal Rios. Star Trek Picard, Rogue Elements by John Jackson Miller is the story of Rios' life after he left Starfleet. Here's the synopsis. Starfleet was everything for Cristobal Rios until one horrible, inexplicable day when it all went wrong. Aimless and adrift, he grasped a chance for a future as an independent freighter captain in an area betrayed by the Federation, the border region with the former Romulan Republic. Romulan Empire. His greatest desire to be left alone. But solitude isn't in the cards for the captain of La Serena, who falls to, into debt when, when, to a roving gang of hoodlums from a planet whose society is based on Prohibition-era Earth. Teamed against his will with Ledger, his conniving overseer, Rios begins an odyssey that brings him into conflict with outlaws and fortune seekers, with power brokers and relic hunters across the stars. Exotic loves and locales await, as well as dangers galore, and Rius learns the hard way that good crew members are hard to find, even when you can create your own. And while his main was Jean-Luc Picard is years away, Rios finds himself drying on the Starfleet Legends experiences when he discovers a mystery that began on one of the galaxy's most important days. Unquote. Now, uh, Jackson has described the book as his quarantine novel, tweeting, quote, I specifically asked to both asked both to write about Rios and also to write a book that would be fun, something readers could really look forward to when and would enjoy, unquote. That book will be out on August 17th. 
And our third and final book in the Star Trek book cavalcade is a new novel uh, called Star Trek The Next Generation Shadows Have Offended by brand new Star Trek novelist Cassandra Rose Clark. The book takes place during the series' seventh season. Oh, here's a synopsis, quote. The USS Enterprise has been granted the simple but unavoidable honor of ferrying key guests to Beta Z for a cultural ceremony. In route, sudden tragedy strikes the Federation space station on the isolated planet Kuda, and Captain Jean-Luc Picard has no qualms about sending William Riker, Data, and Chief Medical Officer Beverly Crusher to investigate. But what begins as routine assignments for the two parties soon descends into chaos. Picard, Worf, and Deanna Troy must grapple with a dangerous diplomatic crisis as historic artifacts are stolen in the midst in the middle of a high-profile ceremony. While nothing is as it seems on Coda, a mounting medical emergency, coupled with the science station's failing technology and no hope of rescue. Has Dr. Crusher racing against time to solve the disturbing mystery threatening the lives of her colleagues? Unquote. This novel will be out on July 13th. Yeah, not much uh, in the way of news. Let's hope next time we'll have a lot. Let's go on to the Star Wars news. Roger, roger. And uh, we begin Star Trek news with the Gina Carano incident. And uh, the actress, Gina, and Disney have cut ties after the actress made controversial remarks. She shared some controversial and anti-Semitic posts on her social media. In a statement, Lucasfilm said, quote, Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm, and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable, unquote. Now, the fallout from this is uh, Gina Carano has been dropped by her talent agency, UTA, and the Ken Car- Cardoon action figure has been canceled. Now, some fans online have suggested that maybe WWE's uh, Sonya Deville or actress Lucy Lawless should take over the part. But, uh, you know, I think more than likely they'll just kill off the character. We'll see. Could Darth Maul be making a live-action comeback soon? Now, the villain, who hasn't been seen since the end of Solo, A Star Wars Story, hasn't been seen in live action since. However, recently Maul actor Ray Park posted a picture of Maul's headpiece with the caption quote, meet me on Deathmir, Deathomir, Seth Life, unquote. Now, could this mean that the villain will be making a comeback, say, on The Mandalorian or Obi-Wan Kenobi? No one knows for sure, but we'll keep an eye out for it. Time will tell. The Nintendo Switch will be getting a new free-to-play squad-based Star Wars game. Star Wars Hunters has announced that was announced at the first Nintendo Direct presentation in over a year. Now, not much was revealed about the game, but it was established that it will exist in the time between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And that brings us to the end of the Star Wars news. Let's go on to the geek news. Now, we begin the geek news today with Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's been officially given a rating by the Motion Picture Association of America of PG-13. Not much of a real shock there. Now, it earned that rating for, quote, supernatural action and suggestive material, unquote. The movie is due out on November 11th. Zack Snyder's Netflix movie, Army of the Dead, has a release date. May 21st. 
Army of the Dead follows the aftermath of a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, and the group of mercenaries who venture into the quarantine zone to pull off a big heist. The pick has an all-star international cast, including Dave Bautista, Ella Purnell, Anna de la Rigara, Theo, Theo Rossi, Huma Qureshi, Omari Hardwick, Tignataro, Ruki Sanada, Garrett Dillahunt, Matthias Schroffweiger, Raul Castillo, Nora Arne Ziller, and Samantha Wynn. Would you like to stay over at the house that Buffalo that the Silence of the Lambs built? The house that was Buffalo Bills in the movie, The Silence of the Lambs, can be your next sleepover, as the current owners have turned it into a sort of bed and breakfast. The house, located in Periopolis, Pennsylvania, has a website at w at buffalobillshouse.com. That's Buffalo Bills House, all one word, dot com, where you can book guided tours, special events, and weddings, and sign up to stay overnight. Now, although it doesn't list how much that costs, Periopolis, by the way, is uh, in the Pittsburgh metro area. It's a small town of about 1,700 people. 1699, 1698, 1697. Just kidding. Edgar Wright has signed on to direct a new adaptation of Stephen King's The Running Man for Paramount Pictures. Who loves you and who do you love? The novel follows a man who attempts to win a reality game show where the only objective is to stay alive. Now, the novel was famously adapted into a movie of the same name starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and TV show host and slash actor Richard Dawson. Michael Bacall has been tapped to pen the screenplay. I'll be back. And uh, we close out the sci-fi news today with some sad news. Sci-fi author and editor James E. Gunn passed away in Lawrence, Kansas back on December 23rd. His death was announced by the University of Kansas, where he taught and later founded the Gunn Center for the Study of Science Fiction. Now, Gunn's best-known work was The Immortals, which was adapted into an ABC movie called The Immortal in 1969, and later a short-lived TV series. In another one of his novels, The Listeners, was called by Carl, Carl Sagan, quote, one of the very best fictional portrayals of contact with extraterrestrial intelligence ever written, unquote. Overall, Gunn edited 10 anthologies and wrote 30 books and 100 short stories, and he was honored in 2007 as a grandmaster of the science fiction writers and fantasy writers of America, and was inducted into their Hall of Fame on 2015, in 2015. He also won a Hugo Award for his study, Isaac Asimov, The Foundations of Science Fiction. He is survived by his son, Kevin. And that brings us to the end of the science fiction news. Uh, please be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute to some money or check out some show notes, visit the Tee Public store, and so much more, head over to the brand new MultiverseTonight.com. If you're a subscriber, be sure to share it with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe, leave some feedback, let me know how we're doing. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Now, please... Uh, thank you for watching the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just two days with a brand new comic book edition and two weeks with a brand new sci-fi edition. Now please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night.
Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2021, all rights reserved.